You're listening to Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness, the fastest-growing natural health, nutrition, and inspiration podcast in the nation. Uplifting stories, powerful messages, and triumph over adversity, the experience of entertainment and encouragement is about to begin. And now your host, Dr. Ward Bond. Country music singer-songwriter Dan Koba proves his dedication to the well-being of our country with the release of his latest patriotic single, We the People. Drawing from ideas written out in the U.S. Constitution, the song showcases Koba's love for our nation, and the inspiring song recognizes those who fought for our country and urges everyone across the country to come together in unity. We the People was premiered by Center Stage Magazine and is available to download and stream on all digital platforms right now. But Dan Koba's gifted vocals and songwriting skills go beyond this new single, Dan Koba's talent shines in each tune he creates, giving listeners songs that are both relatable and meaningful. Full of life and feeding off the world around him, the release of We The People proves there is no slowing down for the accomplished musician. Fans will not want to miss everything Dan Koba has planned in the next few months. So ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome singer-songwriter Dan Koba to the show. Welcome, Dan. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. It is it is great to have you on the show. Well, tell me something. How did you get started in the in into country music? I was uh, laying on my deathbed in 2015, uh, have after having my second open heart surgery in seven years, and Doc gave me a book and he said, "Dan, I can't keep fixing you." And in the book, it said that music was a stress relief. I had 82 employees and owned eight companies at the time, and I didn't realize that stress was killing me. So I called up a buddy of mine, and I said, can you teach me how to play guitar? And he says, how old are you? And I said, I'm 64. And he said, "Uh, well, you'll be the oldest student I ever had. So... At age 64, I started learning how to play the guitar. And uh, let me tell you, Doc, that uh, um, when I learned how to play the guitar, my goal in life was to learn the song Wayfaring Stranger by Johnny Cash and sing it to my five grandkids for Thanksgiving because I did not think I'd make Christmas. Wow. And obviously you made it to Christmas and uh, were they impressed with your song? I'm 71 years old now. I really don't have a hell of a lot of stress, except when it comes to the technology of of, uh, Zooming and stuff like that. That drives me crazy. But... I know what you you mean about that. Well, who are some of your greatest musical influences? Um, I love Toby Keith. Um, Bob Dylan. um, Although I don't sing like Bob Dylan, unfortunately. But uh, um, when when you start looking at how I write music, it's either something that I'm proud of or something that I want to have changed. And uh, let me give you an example. I, I, um, 
was sitting in a car wash with my wife a year ago. And the guy in front of us, license plate said C-A-R-P-E dash D-I-M. And I said to my wife, I said, what the hell does that mean? And she says, I don't know. So we go and we ask my son, because he's younger, of course. And he said, it's carpe diem. They spelled it wrong, but carpe diem. I said, what's that? And he says, seizing the day. That night, I went home, Doc, and I wrote the song Carpe Diem. And it's never been released. It's going to be. And I, I will bet money that if we, the people, hit number one, Carpe Diem will definitely hit number one. No and way. by the way, we, the people, just hit number one in Airplay Express uh, this week. Well, I mean, that was perfect time for the 4th of July holiday. Oh, I think it had something to do with it. <laughs> Nothing like perfect timing, right, Dan? Well, the country is uh, in such turmoil. When I wrote the song, uh, and, and I, I wrote it in a way that I didn't want anybody to to feel right or left, uh, I, I just think there's frustration. And... Uh, and when I put it to music, uh, it, 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 it gets rid of my frustration. Uh, yeah, and I think your doctor was right. Music is an absolute stress reliever, and I think it is for all of us. It's, whether you realize it or not, uh, uh, you know, I, I was listening to Pearl Jam this week, and I know I'm a little old for that, but um, I was listening to the lyrics and I can see why Pearl Jam is who Pearl Jam is because their lyrics are really, really well done. And, and when you look at my music, like take for example, uh, Name Tag, which is the first one that, that I ever uh, got on the charts. It's a true story about my 50th class reunion where two guys come together and the last time that they saw each other, one says to the other one, I thought you were dead. And the last time they saw each other, one carried the other one out of the rice paddies of Vietnam with four holes in his back. And Doc, PTSD is a real thing. And so I asked permission to write a song about what I had just witnessed. And they both said, absolutely. So I went ahead and I wrote the song. Bobby G. Rice from Nashville got wind of it and asked me to come down and, and uh, do it in Nashville. And, and it hit the charts. And uh, I think it made number five. But because of it, I got a phone call from the directors of a movie called Apache Blues. And Apache Blues is a documentary that'll be out this year. And they wanted to know if they could use that song as the credits to the movie. Well, I'm not stupid, so I said, sure. And I said, what other music are you gonna use? And they said, what do you mean? 
And I said, are you going to pay Martha and the Vandells and Creedence Clearwater Revival for their stuff? Because it's going to cost you some bucks. What do you got in mind? I said, let me write you some stuff. So I wrote him nine more songs. And that inspired me to do the CD, Apache Blues. So the Apache Blues CD has now got 10 songs on it, but uh, and it hasn't been out yet for uh, the public yet. I wanted to wait until this movie comes out. But uh, all this has happened because of that class reunion. And if you don't think I'm on a mission, there's something wrong here. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're on a mission. And, you know, what do our nation's veterans mean to you? Excuse me? What do our nation's veterans mean to you? I'm not one. I want that very clear. I, I, uh, I passed my physical on the 20th day of December of 1970. And that afternoon, the next afternoon, I had my fingers blown off with a 12-gauge shotgun while hunting. And I did not have to go which also kept me out of Vietnam. So I am, my brother is a Vietnam vet. My dad's a World War II vet. My brother-in-law is a Vietnam vet. And my best friend is a Vietnam vet. Uh, these guys went through uh, some major, you remember when, uh, when um, Desert Storm was over? and the guys came home to ticker tape parades. In World War II, they came home to ticker tape parades. Well, these Vietnam vets came home to getting spit on. Yeah. And they came home to getting egged. For what? For following their orders and saving our country? No, that's not right. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I think, you know, our nation is so divided, but you know, there's a lot of people like you and me who support our veterans and, and we praise the Lord that they did what they did. And for those that are still in service, you know, we're thankful that they're doing what they're doing for us. And for those that are not appreciative for that fact, well, they can leave plain and simple. You if you don't That's like right. America, don't let the don't let the boat door hit you in the butt when you leave. Yep. You know, um, and the guy that the guy that I wrote the song name tag about lives here in Hillsboro. And he has two purple hearts, two bronze stars, and a silver star, and his own sister did not know it. That's how humble these guys are. Mm. Wow. What do you mean? And of course, the the biggest thing that that I'm the most proud of is so he marries a gal in my class. And and even though I went to school with her from kindergarten on, I really never knew her. I mean, I never knew her like I know her now. And 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 She's extremely loyal. I mean, she could have kicked this guy's butt out when when he first came home from Vietnam because he wasn't right. But uh, she stuck with him 
and she showed me some major perseverance that that there needs to be more of in this country and anyway this guy is so humble that when i write a song about him uh he wants me to let everybody know that he is uh he is one of many he is taking the position of all the veterans it's not just about him and and i really appreciate that but his wife made a statement to me that my music has done more for him in a year than any shrink did in 45. wow dan that just shows you how powerful music is it shows you how great your songwriting is that's that's how i look at it well what did you what did you do before embarking on a musical career I was a well driller for 50, I'm in my 55th year. I work for my kid yet. I'm a salesman for the well drilling business. And uh, I'm pretty good at it, really. But uh, he has allowed me to, to you know, go to Nashville and, and, and go play out wherever I got to go. If, uh, uh, I played Albuquerque last year, uh, Kansas City, uh, Des Moines. I played a bunch of other places. This year I'm going to uh, Tempe, Arizona for the Apache Blues uh, reunion. Uh, I'm coming back down to Nashville in September. I got some more stuff to record. And, uh, you know, it, it. my kid has allowed me to do all this stuff. And so uh, uh, I love him for it. Well, I guess he's making it easy for you or easier to, uh, between juggling your businesses and your music career. So it's good good to have have a son like that. I own no businesses now. None. I I dumped everything in 15. So you were unloading a whole lot of stress then. Yes, sir. I well, did. Tell me about the new single, We the People. We the People uh, came about because I was watching a television program, uh, believe it or not, on Newsmax. And, uh, and I saw the fighting that was going on in Racine, Wisconsin, no, Kenosha, Wisconsin. And that Rittenhouse kid, um, he did a shooting. And of course, the media was all over it. This country doesn't deserve to have fighting internally. And I've got a, a line in the, in the song, uh, you're waking up a sleeping giant. The time is near at hand. We'll not give up our freedom and we'll not give up our land. And I don't think that the people realize uh, there was a general in World War II by the name of Yamamoto, who was the Japanese guy. And when Pearl Harbor got bombed, you remember what he said? 
-mm. You're waking up a sleeping giant. And when we came out of our hibernation, we came out with a vengeance. And I'm here to tell you, the people of the United States of America are not going to stand for the way these politicians are ruining this country. Oh, I completely agree. I mean, that's why your song, We the People, is so important in today's time. I mean, people need to realize that document was written for a reason. And a lot of these politicians are lawyers who are basically twisting the words of our forefathers and thinking that they can change it, that if they would just sit down and grab two cents of common sense, they'd realize that that should be left untouched. Absolutely. You, you put it... You put it just exactly, um, and, and I don't care whether you're right or left. I just want you to work together. Amen. You know, and quit looking out for your own personal gain. Because personal gain, uh, I think, is the backbone to the problem. It is. Maybe. It is. And... Uh... There's, you know, you're right. There's so many people that are focusing on self instead of focusing yeah. on uh, others or the good of others. I mean, our politicians don't care about the American people. And I don't care what party they're in. They only care about themselves and bringing off agendas that are about as fake as a $3 bill. That's why I say politicians do your job, work together, or we'll take our country back. Yeah, and I think we're about to do that, but I want to ask you this, Dan Kobo, uh, what is next for you? Um, well, number one, I, I love writing music. So in other words, I'm not writing, let's face it, you never heard of me before today. And so I would love to write the great the great song for Toby Keith, or I would write to like to write the next song for, I, I don't know if I could do it for uh, 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 Kid Rock, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really, I, I love the idea of writing music for other people. I, I've written uh, two songs that went number one that, uh, Bobby G. Rice did one that was called uh, Hold Me. He did it with Neetha Denise. And then the other one that I did was a song called Ginger. And Ginger was done by Nikki Nelson. She used to be with Highway 101. But uh, Ginger is a story about sex trafficking that I actually witnessed I'm a recovering alcoholic of 37 years. And after I was out of uh, uh, treatment, uh, I was so impressed with how St. Francis Hospital took care of me that I decided to run a halfway house in Elroy, Wisconsin for the uh, drug and alcohol program. And I would run their AA meetings on Sunday night. Well, one night, this beautiful 18-year-old girl walks in, and she said, my name is Ginger. I'm a recovering addict. Oh, I'm 18 years old. I'm a recovering addict. I'm a recovering alcoholic. 
I'm pregnant, I don't know who the father is, and oh yes, I have AIDS. And six months later, she was dead. Mm. And she completely told her story that night to about 40 of us in the room. And her mother's boyfriend started raping her at age 14. And she went to her mother to tell her mother and her mother gave her $50 and told her to hit the road. She was trouble. And she hops on a bus in Moston, Wisconsin. And of course she goes to Chicago and you know the rest of the story. She never attended high school. Uh, so 25 years later, I write the song Ginger. And I knew a man couldn't sing the song. It had to be done by a woman. So I, I, uh, uh, was talking to Bobby G and, and Bobby G knew of a guy named JK Coltrane and JK Coltrane got us with Nikki Nelson. And that song, uh, hit number one in, uh, two different charts, indie and, um, I, I can't remember the other one. Uh, maybe it was airplay. I can't remember, but, uh, that is a dark song but if that song saves one ginger it's worth it absolutely worth it absolutely worth it so where can all of my viewers and listeners find more about your music you go to dan colba singer songwriter and uh, I guess you can find out about anything you want to about me, <laughs> except what I had for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan, you keep you keep writing those songs because I, I tell you what, uh, you're blessing a nation, you're blessing people, and again, music is a stress reliever, but it's music that makes the world go around. Thank you very much. I'm I'm. Uh, Glad you gave me the time. Well, absolutely, Dan and ladies and gentlemen. Dan Koba, you got to check out his brand new single, We the People. Check out the rest of his music. And hey, and stick around because I'll be right back after this. No energy, always fatigued. Has your got up and go, got up and went? Primrose Leafs Pro Max 365 helps to produce natural energy, increase endurance and stamina, improve performance during exercise, reduce pain from fibromyalgia, and is excellent for cardiovascular support. A doctor designed, deliciously berry flavored formula that's great for ages 18 to 99. Order Pro Max 365 and get the natural energy you've always wanted. Call 844 376 0007. Refuel daily with Pro Max 365 and get your life back. <laughs> 